and welcome to Rick Radio Community News Desk, episode 104. I'm Mick Hanley. Well, later in the podcast, we talk with our own Brendan Wicks about the computer courses that the centre is currently running and how you may apply to be part of them. But first, well, joining me on the Community News Desk now is Annette Sage. And Annette uh, is the grandmother, the nana uh, of uh, Baby Kai. And Baby Kai, unfortunately, was diagnosed with SMA type 1, which is spinal muscular atrophy, uh, when he was uh, around six months old. And down here in uh, Rings and Irish Community Centre, we have a poster up, um, and we're hoping that uh, people will go to the GoFundMe page as a fundraiser uh, to help Kai uh, with his treatment and new treatments along the way. Um, Annette, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Well, Annette, Thank um, I know we've been talking uh, off air, as they say, uh, about Kai. And uh, he on the poster down here, he's a beautiful, smiling face. Um, as, but unfortunately for him, uh, he was struck down with this disease uh, when he was around six months old. And it must be terrible uh, for you and the family and uh, your, your son and uh, his wife as well. Yeah. It is, um, Mick, yeah, it's, um, it's something, yeah, that we were all shocked and taken back by when we got the diagnosis. And spinal yeah. muscular atrophy, is it a common, um, is it a common ailment among children? Um, no, not really. So basically, um, it, it's a genetic uh, disease and uh, so a person or a baby that's di- well diagnosed so Kai has SMA type 1 um, and what happens is they inherit two copies of a missing or faulty survival motor neuron it's called SM1 gene so yeah, um, it uh, it's a genetic uh, genetic disorder, Mick. Yeah, it's so both both parents um, carry the gene. Do you know, like yeah, yeah. so both uh, his mom and dad, in order for Kai to um, have SMA type 1 both his parents are carriers so yeah as as far as I know one and one in 50 people I know in the US anyway carry this gene but it's like um, the chances of you meeting somebody you know, with mm. having that gene is like, you know, very, very rare. Very, very rare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Unfortunately, as you you said, um, the for people perhaps listening that that don't know about the the disease as well, um, what 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 would it prevent Kai doing? Um. Yeah. So. Well, thankfully, he was lucky to get um, 
to be able to avail and get uh, a gene therapy. It's called Solgensma. So Kai got that um, back July. So he was diagnosed in June and thankfully um, he was able to receive Solgensma gene therapy. And basically what that does is it replaces the function of the SMN1 gene Mm. Uh, by delivering a new working SMN gene to the body cells. Um, so, like, I don't think, Mick, there's, uh, like, enough, you know, because Solgensma is relatively new. Um, but, like going on, you know, research on any children that have had Solgensma, you know, so far, um, hopefully it will stop the decline in Kai's, you know, capability yeah, of yeah. what he can do, you know, like, um, so it can affect a child's ability to crawl, to walk, to sit up, um, head, head control movement, and severe SMA can damage the muscles used for breathing and swallowing. So, yeah, it is. Um, it's a tough disease, isn't it? Breathing. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, crawling, walking, you know, the head and all that there, you know, I suppose normal um, traits that a, a child would have. Yeah. Yeah. So like at the moment now, um, Kai is getting physiotherapy. He has to get that privately. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, like we can see, you know, we can see an improvement big time, you know, with uh, he's getting, you know, he's able to lift his arm a little bit more than what he could, you know, uh, on the right side. But yeah, he still has to be aided, you know, he has to be carried around. And he's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you were telling me yeah. to, to, the gene therapy that he, he received, kind of, a, it's just a once-off treatment. Why is that? Is it is it just something that they, they well, can only give to yeah, one time? So, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. So, the one that Kai got is a once-off. So, he went to, he went from uh, Temple Street Hospital um, he was admitted there. Um, he was there for a day or two, and then he went from Temple Street uh, to St. James's Hospital, uh, where they give the treatment. And it's uh, just, it literally only took one hour uh intravenously to give him uh, that treatment that was he got Solgensma and that's yeah just once that's it then no more but there is another gene therapy 
um, and it's called Spinraza. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a spinal uh, tap. It's given through a spinal tap, a spinal infusion, or I think it can be given as well through IV infusion, you know, but or yeah. the mouth. But yeah, like so, I Spinraza was out first, and then Solgenzima came on board. So mm. yeah, um, Kai was thankfully lucky enough to get that. And if he's to get the the the, the, the next treatment, at what age do they give that? Or I no, that's a um, that's he just that was just a once off. Now, once, yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know down the road, like, because I do know there is a lot, a lot, a lot of research going into spinal muscular atrophy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, maybe down the road, uh, you know, with research and stuff like that, that maybe there might be something else. Mm-hmm. But and, and at what, the moment. What about treatments at abroad, um, Annette? Um, no, because there's no other treatment, uh, as far as I know, Mick, anyway, there's no other treatment that, you know, he could avail of, um, abroad. It's, you know, it's what we have here, the Solgensma or Spinraza. So, Yeah. yeah, like... No, I mean, I have to say, like, she's Temple Street were just amazing. And Tala Hospital as well, where he he first went, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you were uh, saying you had to bring him in through A&E initially to, to, to get him into Tala and then onto Temple Street. Yeah, so what happened was, um, so he... We, when we noticed Kai was not doing what he should have been doing at his age, like he just wouldn't do tummy time. Um, he, you know, he should have been, you know, like I have three kids of my own and I kind of know, well, you know, they should be doing this, they should be doing that at that age. And, yeah, you know, always putting him on the floor. He wouldn't lift his head. He was like what you call a floppy baby. Mm. Um, so we kind of we kind of said to ourselves, no, there's something not right here. So we brought him to um, the healthcare nurse and um, she checked him over because you see the thing about it is make it's hard, it's really hard kind of to detect, if you know what I mean, because, mm, yeah, like, yeah. you kind of think, oh, they're just, you know, they, you know, all babies differ. Oh, he'll, he'll get there. He's just lazy and stuff like that. So, yeah, he went to the local uh, healthcare nurse and, you know, uh, we just, so I mentioned to her, um, Mick, just to add that my husband's brother 45 years ago had this SMA type 1 
yeah. but you're like we we didn't we didn't know yeah um yeah. well we did like when i say we didn't know i mean obviously i wasn't with um john then and uh so um we so my husband was concerned he said he's reminding him of his brother so he was like a kid when his brother um passed away from sma one because years ago there wasn't there was nothing nothing no treatment Children, no yeah, no, yeah. no treatment no nothing it was just your baby was you'd take them home or they'd end up in hospital and David, his brother, was eight months when he passed away. Oh, terrible. Sorry so, to hear about that. Yeah. But, like, we didn't know. I didn't know that, you know, you that this gene. All I knew was that um, his brother died of, like, as I was told, like a low muscle tone mm. thing. I never didn't really know much about it then. So when we were concerned about Kai, um, Aidan's uncle lives in America and he would have done a lot of research um, when he had his children over there because one of them had a low muscle tone, <clears throat> but it was an SMA. And uh, we just asked him what was it that his brother passed away with back then. And um, he text us on the name of you know sma type one and then there's another name after i can't remember um so yeah he so when we went uh getting back to so when we went to the nurse um the baby nurse and uh i showed her on my phone i said we want to rule this out as opposed ruling it in mm, yeah and uh she said look she said i think the best thing we can do is get you to see the doctor in the community center um so about a week later we got to see um the doctor there the pediatric doctor and she was checking Kyle over and stuff. And she was saying, yeah, he is, you know, he should be doing more and blah, blah. And again, I showed her um, what my husband's brother had. And uh, she went, OK, so that's when she said, I need uh, Kai to see uh, a pediatric consultant. So she wrote a letter and put on it urgent. So um, we took it from there then. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so we got the letter and um, I myself work in Tala Hospital. So I brought the letter in the next day to see could I get some uh, pediatric consultant to, you know, even see us privately. Yeah. Mm. Um, and... Uh, in the meantime, that was the day, next day. But that day when I was back in work and I took the letter into Tala Hospital searching to see who can I approach, who can I get to, you know, see Kai urgently. Um, I we got a phone call from the doctor, that, the pediatric doctor in the community that we seen the day before. And she had rang Kai's mom to say, I want you to get Kai up to A&E. 
but she was too upset. Marta was too upset to take in what she was saying. So she rang me and uh, she said, Annette, she said, I want you to take high um, to A&E now. And I said, well, I'm actually more blah, 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 blah. But she said, yes, yeah. she said. And she said, have you the letter? And I said, yeah. She said, I want you to give that letter to the Manani. And she said, you tell them that he needs to be seen to. So, yeah, when we went to Tala A&E, I have to say they were um, excellent. You know, the mm. when we showed them the letter, then... Uh, a doctor came down and she actually worked out she was on the pediatric um, team that Kai was then put under and uh, she brought us oh yeah so they admitted him and yeah he was then brought up got a couple of tests and I do remember you know that evening the professor coming in I was in the room on my own with Kai. Mum mm. and dad had gone off for a cup of coffee and <laughs> she came in and she said to me, where's um, mum and dad? And I said, they'll be back shortly. And uh, I says to her, she says, I need to talk to them. And I said, what is it like? Because I had made her aware of, you know, the history. Yeah, yeah. And she just said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned so she told us then what was going to happen next. He was going to get a blood test and I had to go to Germany. And it would take like 10 days. So, yeah, so they'd done the blood test and Kai was discharged a couple of days later. And then about two weeks later, then we got a call to go up. And, uh, yeah, they told us the news then. Wasn't good. Very tough. Very very tough. Yeah. 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 But. And you were saying you know, that after he, that he had to go into Temple Street. Does he have to attend Temple Street quite regularly? Yeah. Um. So after he had the treatment, um, Mick, he he was in there for, I want to say about two weeks because. The gene therapy, um, they have to keep an eye on his uh, liver function because the liver function can rise um, and uh, they have to keep a close eye on that. So bloods every day and just basically monitoring them, you know, mm -hmm. for almost two weeks after that. And... Yeah, thankfully, anyway, they, uh, oh, yeah, he was okay then to be discharged. And then it was every week he had to go to Temple Street for, I think, a couple of months after that to get bloods and, you know, keep an eye on to make sure that the his liver function was leveling out. Hmm. And, and he's at 14 um, months now. You were, you, were, you were telling me, how is he doing today? He's uh, yeah, he's um he's good, yeah. He's um as I say, he's getting um physiotherapy, plenty of physiotherapy. Um he's uh 
He's good, yeah. He's he's a very happy baby. He's always smiling and, you know, it's just, it's tough. Uh, there's some days, Nick, it's very oh, tough, I, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Can't imagine. For, for, yeah. for, for yourself and, and, and your family and especially his mum and dad and for, I suppose, Kai himself. Um, and Kai, yeah, like I know he knows that Kai is Kai and that's, you know, that's him. But like it's it's kind of, it's a tough pill to swallow when you look at what he's going through. Mm. Like even to, you know, to give him a tie to play with or something like that. You're kind of, you mechanically have to work his arms for him and you know is yeah it is it's tough well hopefully as you say new treatments come on board um i suppose science is working every every day as well and, and um people can can follow mm. koi's journey as well on, on instagram i believe yeah so um instagram and yeah he has um so he there's a, a page, it's called Kai's Journey. And uh, his mom has that set up, you know, to, you know, for people to, you know, that have so gratefully and, oh, my God, people are so good, you know, for, mm. you know, to donate on his GoFundMe. And it's nice to see, you know, and to show people, you know, that, their generosity is, you know, helping Kai somewhat to have some sort of quality. And the GoFundMe um, page, I think it's go, GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash help uh, dash baby Kai live as normal as possible. Um, and yeah. We, we, we give out that information. And of course, that's here in uh, Ringsend Town Community Centre because um, Kai's mom is from the area. Yeah, so, yeah, she, Marta, was from, uh, she lived in um, Sandy Mound for, since she moved here to Ireland, um, her mum and dad moved over when Marta was five from Poland, and uh, they lived in Ringsend, uh, Sandy Mount. I think they lived in Ringsend first, and then went to Sandy Mount, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so Marta would have a, a huge um, circle of friends from school and um, her mom and that, you know, they have, there's a wide variety and community down there that uh, have support. I, that's what another thing, Mick, I'd like to just mention that uh the people of Ringsend, oh my God, I cannot thank them enough. And wider communities as well that came on board. But uh, like creches and all the schools in Ringsend, they done pajama days, they done so much fundraising for Kai um, and the that we had uh, a football game there last year in um, Irish Town uh, football stadium, yeah. T- uh, stadium, yeah. 
uh, and there was four teams came on board and done a charity game last year for they called it the Kai Cup. <laughs> so Very um, good. yeah, but like amazing, amazing community down there. And of course, we we, um, we we want you you want your Kai story as well to go further afield, and, and I suppose with the new year starting as well, yeah. it's something to keep in mind for for people yeah. and, and to get I suppose um, get yeah, out there to well, people what's spinal muscular after you can do, you know. Well, just to you know to raise awareness, um, Mick as well, and just to add as well, um, so. I know SMA Ireland uh, and parents have been the parents of children with SMA. Uh, so this is relatively new to us, but we're I'm involved with SMA Ireland now myself and mm. keep in touch with them. Um, you know, a lot of parents that uh, like I think I is only the 11th child in Ireland that has SMA. And uh, so, yes, so the HSE have approved for the, you know, to for it to be added into the heel prick to test for SMA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure when that actually is going to be up and running. I do hope it's, if it's not up and running, it will be soon because... When a baby is born, if Kai had of, you know, had if that had been in the heel prick and it was detected when Kai was a newborn baby, his outcome would be a lot different. So you're getting you're getting to so, the you're getting to the, the, the point of it straight away, really. Yeah, yeah. So the earlier the earlier the detection, the better outcome for children and babies. Well, Annette, thanks you know. a lot for, for coming on to the, uh, the podcast, Community News, this podcast here uh, in Ring's End uh, mm. today to tell us um, about Baby Koi. We, we, we wish you all very well. It's a, it's, it's a tough uh, situation you're going through at the moment, but especially to, to, to Koi, and and hopefully that um, he gets to lead uh, I suppose a normal life in 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 the weeks, months, and years to come. Yeah, and thanks for having me, Mick. Come and join us at our retro cafe, open weekdays from ten until two here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. Well, joining me on the community news desk now is our very own Brendan Wilkes, who is the IT trainer here at the centre. Brendan, you're very welcome to the podcast again. Thank you very much, Michael. Well, Brendan, I suppose uh, what we'd like to know is what computer courses are the centre running at present? Yeah, OK. Well, of course, the courses will be divided between myself and Emma. And we have some classes going and we have some spaces that are available. So as it stands at the moment... I'm doing Microsoft Word, Microsoft PowerPoint, Internet and email. Um, Emma will be doing Word, Excel, PowerPoint, online shopping, 
social media and mobile phones. So basically what we're doing is we've started classes and we're just waiting for people to fill in. So what we need is people to get in touch and then we kind of put set them in a class that's suitable for them. Uh, we just need to get a bit of background on them basically. So they have started and my classes in particular, if you want, I can give you the times. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. 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 Um, I have spaces on Monday morning from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Uh, Wednesday afternoon from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Uh, Thursday then is 10 o'clock to 12 again. And Thursday afternoon is 2 to 4. And as I said, my, my classes would only be Microsoft Word, Microsoft PowerPoint, Internet and Emails. And who are these courses aimed at, uh, Brennan? Well, uh, mostly, the, um, well, all ages really. Well, not the young because, I mean, they're just whiz kids. I mean, they come in, they, they know what they're doing. They're, they're mostly aimed at, at um, middle age, shall we say, just people who want to come in who have a bit of fear about computers. And that I, I think usually what happens is when we introduce them to emails and so forth, it kind of opens up the world to them, which they never thought they could do before. You know, some people are just terrified to go on to computers and press buttons and everything else. But I think when they find out about the internet and how it can be used, how emails can can make them contact and so forth and everything else, it's like um, on a day-to-day -day business now, everything has to be done either by email or online or whatever the case may be. So it's getting them used to it. You know, we do have um, some elderly people as well in middle age, and it's, it's, it's a mix. But we're looking for a few more people just to come in and kind of get their classes more structured. You mentioned there most things are, are off online these days, mm. uh, especially banking, I suppose, can be a big thing. And it can be frightening for, for some people when uh, they see that. And uh, as you say, it kind of gives them the jitters and um, perhaps they yeah, don't feel yeah. confident in doing it. Well, I mean, 99% of the phone calls to statutory agencies, they'll tell you to go online. You know, you don't have what you had years ago, which was face-to-face um, -face, or if not someone on the phone actually asking you or telling you what to do or helping you. Yeah. They say now, go to this and go to that. So, yeah, an awful lot of people then. Um, I've had individuals before that come in, never touched a computer in their life. Uh, we did emails and they come back and said it was great. We was able to contact my daughter in Australia. I was able to send photographs and everything else. And it's something they never, that they never did before. Yeah. So it does give them that little bit more uh, confidence and just presume get rid of this myth that computers are very hard to, you know, take control of. They don't take control of you. You're the one that has control of them. <laughs> and of course, that's something that you really do help people with, yeah. is taking control of it. And for people that maybe are a little bit frightened of the computers, that not to be with these courses because it's, it's hands-on and you go through it. Oh, very, yeah, yeah. Very, very yeah. slowly. Look, at the, the way we deal with down here, we, we don't go as if what happens in, in colleges around the inner city. What we do is we set up a class, we have it for so many weeks, and we go at their pace. We don't have, we don't uh, set up a class and say, in six weeks or whatever it is, you have to have this. Mm. Now, if we're doing a kind of an intermediate thing, which would be a higher level on Microsoft Word, and that's called for, we could probably have a look then and see, because they were probably needed for jobs. Yeah, you know, but other than that, it's it's just uh, keep the, keep keep the pace. These courses are really for beginners and people starting off and, and starting off, yeah, 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 and yeah. not unsure themselves. Yeah, and then with 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 Emma's particularly doing the social media end of it and the mobile phones, 
that would be banking online as well and so forth. Yeah. Because, and then what happens is, of course, an awful lot of people have come in recently with the scams. So we do kind of just say to them, if you get an email and you don't know who it's from, yeah. or you have any, don't even open it. If you get a phone call and you don't recognise the number, don't answer it. If it's important, they'll leave a message. Absolutely. And that's the way, that's the way that we do it. And for Emma's classes, when would they take place? Emma's would classes you know? are um, Monday and Tuesdays from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock and then Tuesday at 2 p.m. Tuesday at 2 p.m. Yeah, so and she's doing um, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, online shopping, social media, mobile phone, which will all be just one 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 class of what kind of all interact. Tell me a little bit about online shopping. I, I suppose that's something that right. has yeah. come to the fore uh, in recent years. I think someone said that more people are online shopping on Christmas Day than perhaps any other day of the year, which is quite amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think what's happened that we've noticed over the last uh, while is that these new um, online shopping uh, companies have, have come on now, like the likes of Timu has come and their little quote at the top of it is, you know, shop like a billionaire. And, uh, you know, like they're opening up to people to buy you know, uh, good stuff. I got stuff for the um, Halloween room for last year. We bought some of the um, uh, tapestries. Yeah, yeah. And we got them dirt cheap and they were great quality. All online, mean, yeah. Yeah, so these people are doing, uh, uh, go on and you get some great bargains and everything else. And some people just say, look, if I go on Tesco online, I get the stuff delivered, I haven't got to leave the house or whatever. They get to pick their own slot. They say, come in, that's the time I want it. Come in, you pay online by card if you have it. Yeah. Um, it just makes it a hell of a lot easier for an awful lot of people. But then there's those people who just say, look, I'd rather get out and just do it myself and go to the shops if that's what you want to do. But I mean, online shopping is there now. It's, it's never going to leave. The only thing would be is that some of the sites that are there now will be replaced eventually again. Because the Timu to me, I mean, I've, I'd, I've used Timu, but uh, some of the girls I work with now, they, they have, I don't have to name three or four different sites for me where they get their clothes and everything else. So they're all setting up all yeah, the time. Yeah, and it's all, all coming from, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Asia, usually Chinese or something yeah, like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would do it. But look, at, yeah, it serves its purpose and... Yeah, you know that's it. I mean, say it's another thing to learn on the on the on the computer as yeah. well. Well, I mean, yeah. why pay fifty euro for something here if you can get it for fourteen, fifteen euro, and wait ten days for it to be delivered? There you go. I mean, that's the way. That's the way they look at it. So you get yourself down here to <laughs> Rings and Orange Town Community Centre, yeah. Brendan. For people listening that might want to to take part in the classes, how do they go about that? Right. Well, what we're saying at the moment is. Uh, we have two phone numbers. First of all, from me, you need to ring the reception at 01-6604-789. And uh, they'll put you, they'll put, put them put them through to uh, to me. Um, and then we'll have a chat. What we'll do is we'll just see where they want to go, how we can slot them in. There's no point in putting somebody in who's a little bit ahead because then it becomes two classes in one. So we just they're trying to get the get the mix right. Yeah. But come down and talk to us and then whatever we can do, we can do it. That's for me. For Emma, Emma has left her um the same number, zero one six six oh four seven nine. And just ask for Emma and then she'll go through the ask you to come down, have a chat. 
you're better, we're better off talking face to face than over the phone. Yeah. And just yeah. sit there with them and just say, how can we help you? What do you need to do? And then from there, then we just uh, go ahead then and put them in the glass. So imperative at the moment that they really get in touch straight away to get going. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the sooner they get in, the better, you know, because it, uh, when it comes up to March, then after Paddy's Day, we kind of go into the next block. Yeah, yeah. But some people just continue on, that's grand, but then it just kind of gives, gives you an idea. But um, as well as that, we all, there's also a class here being done on a Tuesday from half past 10 to half 12. And it's done by the City of Dublin uh, CDT Training Education Board. Yeah. Um, it's an adult education service and they do computer skills for beginners. But the only thing about that is that we don't have anything to do with that. We just facilitate with the room. Yeah. So if people want to get involved and, and, and come down because they were working in the tech originally and now they moved over here. So if anybody is listening and they want to get involved with the CDE TV, the number to ring there on WhatsApp is 87 6796078 uh, telephone number is 01668 and the email is southinnercity at aes dot cdetb dot ie the only way you will get on those classes is by ringing them and registering. You have to register with them. Okay. Yeah. We don't do a registration down here. We don't have anything to do with it. We just facilitate them with the rooms and they do it. So in relation to myself and Emma, contact us through reception. In relation to CDETB, get through them on that number there. And then they let you know what's happening and what courses are going ahead. Lovely. Well, Brandon, yeah. thanks a lot for coming into us today. No problems. Tell us about that. And we wish you well uh, with the uh, courses and with future courses taking place in the centre. Thank you very much, Michael. Well, that's all for the Community News Desk this week. My thanks to our guests, Brendan Wicks and Annette Sage. And if you would like to donate to the Koi Fund, uh, the GoFundMe page, it's www.gofundme.com forward slash F help dash baby dash koi dash live dash normal dash normal dash as dash possible so i'd say you can pick it up on uh, if you put in baby koi and you will pick it up on that and also you can follow koi's journey on instagram and it's uh, koi journey underscore sma1 and we wish koi and his family all the very best indeed. My thanks also to the Rick Radio crew, Adam, Ronan and Dylan on sound and editing, Leslie and Nonica on admin, Jennifer on social media and Darren on the website. Don't forget to tune into our other podcasts that you can source on rick.ie. And if you'd like to contact us, our email address is rickradio2020 at gmail.com. From me, Mick, take care and have a great week.